Hello and welcome to today's episode of Chapter by Chapter for Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my good friend and co-host, Steve. Hello. Hello, Steve. How are you? Got it. I mean, Will. Will. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm pretty good. I got this mug here. You can probably see my mug. It has a cat on it. Aw, look at him. He's got a cat. He's got a cat mug, everybody. That looks amazing. Four, four bucks. Where'd you get it? Four bucks this mug was. Uh, some store. <laughs> it looks great. Uh, today we are getting into chapter forty-eight, the blight. Chapter forty-eight, Steve. We are fucking cruising along now. We're, we are we are we are deep in it. Ankle in it. knees. We're Have up you? to our ankle knees. <laughs> Have you noticed that it's like it's it's getting harder to read because you can't really bend the pages. As well as you nah. did, like when you were in halfway through the book, you know I'm. Get, I'm I know the back half is all we has definitely yeah. yeah. Weird bend, weird fit. Yeah, can't wait to be over. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm just kidding. Am I? I was gonna I say, man, I don't want it to be over. I'm. I'm actually digging this. Uh, let's let's start off here with a couple. Like, give me give me some reactions. Hit me with some words about this chapter that comes to mind with you. Worm. Worm, or is that like the next worm. chapter? I think either way, I got chapter. worms on the brain. You got worms on the brain. Yeah, right, I'll give you a new word for this for this chapter. Um, love, love. Yeah, that I can see that. Yeah, you know Sweet what I had love. in mind? What death? Chest hair. Ooh, <laughs> that's two words though. So you're disqualified. Oh. I win the word game today. <laughs> Uh yeah, lots of ha- lot, lots of things happen. We got some love, we got some chest hair. Um we get we don't really get much exposition, but this is very much action packed in this like or it's leading up to the to the action. It's preparing for war. It's preparing for war. Um I really love and love and and, and terrified of just the way that Robert Jordan has describe the blight which is basically a jungle hellscape that yeah it's like super damp and wet and hot yeah and just creepy as shit that's why i think chest hair because there's an amazing pat (laughs) this is it's the only thing that i remember in the in the in the chat in the chapter that's like a passage and it's uh when they starting to feel really really warm and loyal like unbuttons his shirt and then unbuttons his undershirt, and you can, and there's a description about his chest hair going up his chest, and it's really thick. It's I mean, well, this chapter should really just be titled Arby's, because that's basically what we're describing is the inside of an Arby's right now. <laughs> Hot, damp, wetness, and unbuttoned hairy shirts everywhere. <laughs> um. What do you think of the beginning here? So the beginning is uh, Ingtar and uh, a crew of a hundred landsmen leading, or not even leading, just like Ingtar's awesome. Ingtar's dope. I love that guy. He's all about like, let's get in it. I want to help you. I want to. I want to fight the Trollocs. I want to kick some ass, and he can't. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna die really hard. So I'm like, a inexplicably, con- a giant scorpion will come out of nowhere, and he'll be like, <laughs> "I'll fight it," and then it'll just rip his face off. Yeah. I'm a little confused know. on what happens with him in this in this chapter. I, I've read it a couple of I, I've read it the once, but um, from what I can from what I could gather, 
he's helping them get to uh the the blight lands like the border of the blight border blight and yeah is the plan after that to return with the rest of his army or the rest of the faldera army to go to the gap and fight the battle at the gap or is he just going to miss all of that because of the time that it took to get uh this group to the borderlands or to the uh the blight and to the time that it'll take to get back well there's a whole thing about like he he's going he's, he's going to try to get back and then there's a whole thing about how he's upset he's itching he's itching for a fight. yeah he really doesn't like the idea that he might miss it miss it on the fun i can't help you know? but think of um uh, spartans when i think of these guys you know like like the 300 not only because um, of the fact that they love their fights or at least Angtar does at least from what i can gather it's a it's definitely a more a, a war culture but at the same time they're they're fighting this uh last battle in a gap that i can just imagine as the hot gates you know like it's a, it's a strategic area where hot gates yeah you know the hot gates of thermopylae gaps thermopylae yeah please tell no, me no i mean you know i got you <laughs> i know what, i know what you're saying i'm just saying hot gates you know and it, moving on. I don't like the phrase hot gates. So, yeah, yeah. Ingtar, he wants he wants to get back uh, to that battle, but he can't join the group because Moraine is like, we got to we got to stay in a small group. And then they enter the and then they enter the blight and the blight, like we said earlier, is hot. It's icky. It's Arby's. It's wet. Um, it smells it's, like a cheddar cla- beef classic <laughs> with onion rings. <laughs> All right. I days old. I like the description of the of the uh foliage or the plant life in there and how the flowers like they they still look like flowers but they can they can fuck you up. Like yeah, there's like a they, There's like a there's like a line where Matt or Rand or someone says something about like oh like at least the trees aren't going to attack us in the morning. It's like actually they are. Yeah, they, Actually, they, they, they are going will. to tag you. <laughs> and they're like, what? And she's like, huh? And there's not really anything else yeah. said about it. Sticks. The sticks are going to get you. They'll come out of there and they'll bite you. You don't want yeah. any part of that. <laughs> Nick the stick. When they're coming into the Blightlands, uh, Rand makes a note of the fact that they are getting close to where the old Malkir, like kingdom was. And as they're entering into the... Uh, uh, the blight ran notices seven broken towers so we are actually hidden mount Mount and lan has been called the lord of the seven towers yeah or what's his name what's his real name something like daishan 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 Mm -hmm. so he's royalty and we're in his realm um which probably which might have triggered, I'm just going to read into it a little bit, That which might have triggered the conversation at the end of the chapter where Nynaeve and Lan, uh, I, want your, I want your reaction to this because I want, I want to know this. What Barry was your reaction? White. <laughs> Barry White is my reaction. Immediately I put on some Barry White and I stripped down. <laughs> and now here I am. Can you yeah. see me in the, how I'm sitting right now? Yeah, you're all kinds of naked underneath the screen where I can't see you. <laughs> That's it. 
No, um, yeah, so at the end of this chapter, Nynaeve and Lan, or Daishan, uh, confess their love for each other. It just comes out. Yeah, we've been on the anti-Nynaeve train since the very beginning, folks. Um, mm-hmm. We've we've said some horrible things about her, and honestly, like we're going to be honest, <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like I didn't see it coming. Like there was no sort of maybe I didn't I see it coming it. either. Like what is she even attracted to? Him just being a badass, I guess. Yeah, but what I mean, I'm pre- I guess I mean I'm attracted to him too. I think, now that I'm saying, <laughs> it. I was going to say, man, like he's the only one who just kind of keeps his shit together and is like constantly just like fucking patrolling. Yeah, killing but- everything. What about her? What does he see in her? Well, that's the question, uh, isn't it? I see a liability. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. It's just somebody that is going to make the rest of this trip awful. But I don't know. Uh, maybe Lan is into maybe it. Maybe Lan's going to die and we need some emotional investment, some attachment here. I guess so. Since we're getting so Because I don't think book, Nynaeve's dying. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's staying. Um, and the more we find out about land being a, the more we find out about land's pass, the worse it is for him. That's so true. Yeah, that happens a lot of things where you know as soon as you get a little bit more character development in a person, like that's a signal that that guy's gonna get die. all the answers, and then that's the end of that character's path. Ooh. Chop chop. Do you think they'll he'll die in the next few chapters? Like he's a he's a casualty of the of the <clears throat> climax. Um, oh, uh, honestly, I hadn't given it a whole lot of thought until this very moment, and someone's got to die, right? Some, someone's, there's got to be a death in the final battle or something, or, or, you know, if it isn't Lan, uh, I'd put my money on Matt to make a sacrifice because he's been a dick this entire time. We've already know kind of all, yeah, his, but his whole thing, but what, no, we don't, we don't at all. What is the, what is the, the Ruby dagger? Uh, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know, but it makes sense to me for Matt to make a sacrifice, uh, if he's been corrupted in some way by that dagger. And then, and like, then we're just down to two to Varen. No way. Yeah. There's like 14. Well, books. like, no way. Nobody like loyal has never paid any attention to Matt. It, all the attention that's, uh, that's about to generally, like Matt is included in those conversations, but generally it, it revolves around uh, Perrin and Rand. All of those conversations, specifically because Rand is uh, like he's essentially the chosen one. He's the he's the he's the next dragon, as as we believe. And uh, Perrin is a wolf boy, teen, teen wolf. Perrin's a wolf boy. Yeah, he is teen wolf. He yep. is teen wolf. I'm gonna start calling Rand Heron Blade. <laughs> Blade of Heron. The, he must be so average looking that the it's the mark on his sword that everybody remembers. It's the first thing everybody. Yeah, there's nothing else about him that, <laughs> that people are remembering here. It's just that. Just cover that mark up. Put a leaf on it. <laughs> little mud, little leaf. Yeah. Done. Any distinguishing marks? Uh, his sword had a bird on it. Everything else was um, super average. But we still don't know, like, to that point, we don't know enough about Matt. Matt's not going to, it's not going to happen. It's true. No, you're right. And I'm just, I'm shooting in the dark here, but um, 
maybe that's a later I, maybe that's a, like more of an end game situation i don't know i think if there's a sacrifice here it's lan yeah i highly doubt moraine would do it i could actually see moraine doing like a sacrifice but not dying and coming back later in like three books or something and she was like i was yeah she'll come back as a brown azure yeah <laughs> Uh, you know she'll be way stronger (laughs) oh yeah yeah. she's got the brown powers man she can hit the brown note that's it people should (laughs) she just makes legions of trollocs thousands shit themselves all at once (laughs) you know you laugh now but in book three it really comes in handy war is over (laughs) Um, Moraine also makes a mention about the fact that, you know, they're in Malkir, Rand looks at the Seven Towers, uh, that if they camp in this area, it'd be a good omen. Um, what do you mean, what do you think that means? What do you, what do you think good omen means by the fact that they're camping here? Mm, I mean, just like a safe spot, no? Like a sort of a safer area? I think it, I think it has to do more with like, uh, it's Lan in Malkir. There's something. There's something about something. It's a good omen for him to be back in this place. Oh yeah, definitely. That's what it means. It's like yeah, Lan's back in his home country. We'll give him a camp here. Give him night to you know, maybe sit on a rock and stare out at the moon or something, or at a bunch of broken towers and think about killing Trollocs. We'll give him power boost. Plus five attack. Plus eight. You know, defense. you know who we could really use right now as we go into the uh, into the final battle. Ding, good friend, Tom. Ding, Tom's not showing up for this book. I don't think Tom's coming up. Ding, ding. Hello, that's Tom returning. You just wait for it. That's how it's going. <laughs> that's how it's, how it's going to play it. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's coming back. This book. I, there's just too little book left. I never thought I'd say it about a World of Time book. I have a new prediction for the ending left. of the book. Are you ready? All right, hit me. Bazalwa's going to win in the fight. And right at the last moment when he's going to, like, kill Ran, Tom's going to come flying out of nowhere. Ding, 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 ding. And chop Bazalwa's head off. <laughs> and then he's going to say, uh, he's going to say, you know, it's about time. Or some dumb, <laughs> you know. By the time I show back up, and then I'll be it. Yeah, he'll start fucking playing barracuda, and then that. I hope we gotta start writing fantasy. And start fucking slashing the trees, just cutting trees down left, right, and center. So I think there's a like modest twenty five percent chance that that is probably how the this will end. But we don't know until we get there. You know, I you want to hear my uh, prediction? What's your prediction? Lay it, lay it I on. I think there won't be a fight. <laughs> I don't think there will be a fight. <laughs> I think. Everyone remember when Will said uh, this. And then tell him that he's wrong. I don't wrong. think there will be a fight. I'm not wrong. Okay. I we'll just find don't out know like yet. next week, probably. Yeah, we will. Um... So yeah, I think it, I think it'll actually be a conversation. I think it'll flip on its head a little bit, and uh, Balzaman 
has predicted every one of their moves. No way. All it's been is conversations. Since the very beginning. All it's been is conversations so far. That's why I think. That's why I think it's going to be like that. Balzaman has the one up on them. I think maybe he already has uh, corrupted Green Man. We don't know that. We don't know that yet. You know? We don't know that yet. But probably in the next few chapters we'll know. But like I said, man, like... It could just turn out to be a conversation. And uh, looking at the chapter title, uh, the very last chapter of the title. A conversation. <laughs> chapter 54. A, <laughs> a conversation uh, with Basilmon. It's called. It's called it's just it's an hour long interview. There is ne- okay. There is ne- neither beginning nor end and the wheel turns. So I think they get uh, flown back in time or flown forward in time or something. I think there's some time magic that goes on. I hope and so. They have to like start. They have to start from the beginning. I hope so. You know. You know they get so close, and yet so far. Hmm, that's interesting. I think it'll just kill Basilmon, and then some other spooky guy will come and be like, "I'm I'm even more powerful." Do you think? Yeah, like every episode is an epic fantasy uh, monster of the week. I don't know. Like just another like world eating demon. I hope there's a monster. I guess Bowsamon's kind of a monster. It's be. I mean, yeah. anyways, we are we got our crew looking for the Green Man, right? In the yeah. blight. And does that start in this in this chapter? I think it does, right? No, 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 no. Gotcha. But I think Morian first mentions in this chapter that like the Green Man just sort of comes to you, like you don't find him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, he's there for when you need him. And, like, I knew a guy like that in high school, you know? Called him the Green Man, too. We all know a guy. And, like, whenever you needed him, (laughs) it was just, boom, around the corner. There he was. Hey, I heard you needed me. I got the green, man. You're like, ooh. Um... I like uh, the little campsite that they that they build up. Not the the campsite that they... Not the campsite, campsite in itself, but the... The power that uh, Moraine uses, the the bending. I'm calling it a bending. I don't know exactly what the I mean, that's not trademarked is, for sure. But, yeah. Um, but it's like, it, it's just like this orb that encircles the camp and people can't see in, but they can see out and they're protected. Like, or not protected from like threats or anything, but like visually speaking, you can't see. It's a little see. bubble. It's a little bubble. Uh, Loyal pulls out a book. I remember that bit because that's a total. Do you? Do you, Loyal's a cat guy. He seems like a cat guy to me. I, I mean, feel didn't like that happen he was at one point? Kitties. I think that happened. Yeah, he was pet in the first first time we meet him. He's like petting a cat, or like when the group meets him, he's like he has a cat on his chest and he's reading the book. Yeah, and he's like petting him. Uh, I feel like Loyal would bring cats on this adventure, and I wish he did. Boy, he ain't no place for a cat. Oh, safe. Are you sure? What if it's like one of those? Uh, what's who's the character that it's like some sort of fantasy character that's just a uh, deathly afraid of cats? The Dracula? Uh, I mean, I don't, th- I don't think so. I don't think Dracula is afraid of cats, but well, I'm just saying, maybe uh, you throw a cat at Bal- Bal- sure he's not. and and uh, that'll do damage. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a good sidearm for loyal. 
Well, he doesn't have any weapons except like knowledge, pure knowledge, and probably teeth. You know, he probably has some physical capacity, some teeth and claws. Uh, yeah, now that I've, now that you say it, definitely. Yeah, he can probably go berserker. Mode I was about to say he probably has a berserker mode. <laughs> he like tears his shirt off. Yeah. Not Why are people always time. taking their shirts off in your berserker modes? What's that? What's that about? How else do you go berserker mode? What's that about? Well, that's that's how you go berserker. You don't take your shirt off when you go berserker mode. I'm just saying. I go berserker mode every single day at work, and that's uh, how you. Yeah, right that's, how, that's how you live your life. It's how he's always claiming to live his life. Berserker <laughs> mode, twenty four seven. It's pretty annoying, actually. Yeah. I read it in a <laughs> in a in a in a career development book always berserker mode tony robbins <laughs> yep perfect but yeah that that more or less kind of wraps up everything that happens in this chapter uh like we said earlier this this is this is ramping up man like we're, we're gonna be seeing some crazy shit next chapter you and i have already read this cha- uh the next chapter uh so you and i both know what happens and guys you want it? You want to stay around for that one? Oh boy! It's gonna be a spicy oh little meatball. Couple, a couple so meatballs on a plate of spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> so hope you're hungry. <laughs> I love it. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out our website yet, you can check it out at chapterbychapterpodcast.com. dot com. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, uh, uh, recipes, we're doing this bit now. Where we're just ask, <laughs> asking for recipes on the email. Uh, you can send those all to chapter by chapter podcast you know, at gmail.com. You could send me board games. You could send me your old board games. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take them. All right. Well, good. I'll hit you with uh, a P.O. box number soon. But stay tuned for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Get get him your board games, guys. Um, you know you're not playing them and anymore. If you, uh, yeah, nobody's playing board games anymore. Do you think there's a Wheel of Time board game? Oh, absolutely. There's, like, for sure a very extensive tabletop RPG. Oh, yeah. That's, like, like D&D or, yeah. I know, I know what you mean. Yep, definitely. D&D's not a tabletop RPG. Isn't it, though? No. How's it? Well... Not? You're embarrassing yourself in the episode. I'll have to edit that shit out. <laughs> Send them your board games. <laughs> <laughs> and and the offer still stands, everybody. If you leave us a five-star review, tell us about it, and we'll leave our five-star review for you wherever you want it. I'm telling you, man. This yeah, anywhere. Um, yeah. Or a thumbs up. You got a video that you need door a thumbs dash. up on. You need a DoorDash review. I can leave that. You need Reddit an Amazon review. Votes. I can leave that. You need Reddit upvotes. Uh, I can give you one upvote for per per thing, per post. I know a few people with Reddit. Uh, I'm not giving Reddit you gold. Account. I don't know what's wrong with them. people. I don't know why people yeah, are doing that. Yeah, fuck your gold. <laughs> I don't know why people are doing Don't be doing that. Giving people gold. That's ridiculous. Well... <laughs> Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with chapter 49. The Dark One stirs. I wonder what he's cooking. You know? 